But maybe we could just describe it and then they don't have to listen to this episode. Well, then what's the point of the whole podcast? Here's the real thing. We played Final Fantasy no, VI. Let's not the go end. down that road, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season three, episode four, or book three, it's chapter book three, four. Chapter four. Maybe we'll the go with that your forever. Own adventure chapter. The, that's exactly what this is. What if there were a book that just some of the chapters were choose your own adventure? <laughs> well, no matter it, what adventure you choose, it ends the same. It, the chapter, the, the chapter final chapter, ends, is always the same. Yeah, that it, would be well, so like unsatisfying. The end of the chapter, it always leads you to the same place, no matter what adventure you choose. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you're describing what a Telltale game is. It is. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what that is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, there's some variations within it, but yeah, I mean. I mean, it's like, does he say, like, hello, or does he act snide? He you can always have the option to act snide. And then, like, at the end, like, maybe something's a different color. Yeah. Well, this one is, like, what if it was a choose-your-own-adventure where then you w went back and played the exact chapter that you didn't choose? Yeah, what if you just kept what if reading you just the choose-your-own-adventure choose chapter Well, because that's the thing. Again. It's like, you're not getting through this without reading all three options. Exactly. So, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure an adventure where you, you have to play adventure. all adventures. <laughs> but you can't just like pass those pages by. It just Exactly. You, yeah. So where we left off, we just beat Ultros the octopus. We are embedded in our terrible voices that it's only going to get worse as things go on. Uh -huh. We're sitting here on a raft going, I guess, looking at a dead octopus body no, floating away. No, he didn't die. He, he oh, was he like, that's away. enough. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's and right. And we're on the raft and I think a confusing thing happened where Sabine jumps in the water. Right. We all get separated. We all get separated. Somehow. But right now, we just beat Ultros, and we're sitting there on the raft figuring out what to do next. It's the kind of thing where if they were ever like, we're remaking Final Fantasy VI, you'd be like, I have no idea how they're going to do that, because this would make no sense <laughs> yeah, if it were like photorealistic What were they people. originally trying to do? Yeah. Anyway, let's get to it. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> Watch out. I'm going to hit it with a blitz. Oh, so this is a no, funny part. <laughs> Don't distract me, brother. He went in the water. He's always been a tad zealous. He's always, like, th that's the kind of line that really would have been mistranslated in yeah. before. He's always had the fire of zeal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any moment, he'll flop right onto the raft. I guess the idea here is that Sabine is still so fired up from the fight that he jumps in the water to uh -huh. go after the octopus that's running away. Yeah, he's gonna use a blitz on him. And then he blitzes too hard and flings himself into the sky, at which point we can't get him back, because he's too far, he floats away. Later on, yeah, like, all we see what? is his body floats away. <laughs> which, his body floats away. Very confusing what's going on here. Yeah, this is some Palomaporum music. Yeah. Sabine. S Sabin, Sabit, Sabine? How did we <laughs> let? I can't. I'm never gonna get this. I don't think I ever got Cecil or Cecil. Oh, okay, he's so now he's floating down the wrong river. Okay. Edgar and Terra race toward Narsh while protecting Bannon. Meanwhile, we're in a black space that also has a save room. But what about Sabine, who was swallowed by the raging waters? And how is Locke faring after having penetrated the Empire's defenses in South Figaro? Wow. Is all going according to plan? Choose a scenario, Koopo. What? Yeah, this is you. Choose a scenario? Yeah, which one do you want to do? Which what do I want to do? The, what, what I just explained to you. The three of them have got... There's three groups. Whoa, okay. Wait, what? Just at the bottom of this page, it says go to page thirty. Right, you, you gotta, gotta flip gotta to follow that. Follow the directions and go to the <laughs> go to the right page. You, yeah, you need a God. Those books were so hard to navigate, or maybe I was just young. I don't think they're very difficult. I to think navigate. I was just an idiot as a five year old or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, thinking back on the things in this game that I was like, I can't do it. Exactly, I can't figure it out. It's the same thing with choose your own adventure books. Yeah. So one is going where and doing what. Let's go over this again. <laughs> Let's go over this again. Uh, Sabine got knocked out and is floating down a river. The th two of them are protecting Bannon, and Locke is going infiltrating the defenses in South Figaro. He's going undercover. I want to do that. Okay. So choose him. 
I'm gonna get to do all of them? I think so, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't worry about it. I don't want to have to play this game again. I wouldn't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> You're like, I'm Mog. I am Mog. You're oh, gonna so walk over. I walk over here, and I first do this. <laughs> Timmy's. Timmy. Timmy's safe. Bye bye. Goodbye, Timmy. Yeah, because we got the cartridge used from the game store, there was still Timmy's save file that I was wanting to hold on to, but no luck for Timmy. There's no room for Timmy in this podcast. <laughs> no. We need all three save files. <laughs> we, we've learned our lesson, folks. I like how you just let Justin live. Well, I'm letting Justin's furthest along save file live. I mean, Justin may want to finish the game someday. <laughs> Whoa, dude. We're starting with Locke's scenario. Right. We go back to the town of South Figaro mm -hmm. as Locke, and we're going to learn some shit. Locke has worked hard to stymie the efforts of the Imperial troops, but now he desperately needs to escape. This is cool. Oh, I'm hiding behind the wall. <laughs> Stealth man. <laughs> Nuts. Gotta get to Narsh on the fly. Nersh. Nersh. On the Nersh. fly? Does on the fly mean like fast? ASAP. Yeah, I think he's like ASAP and with no plan, you know, like improvise it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dun here's Duncan's wife. I'm sure there's. A <laughs> Wait a minute, we just killed her son. Yeah, we did. Um, I get you really can't blame Locke for not bringing that up. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> you know, now is not the time. And her husband was killed by her son. Yeah, she's she should be much more concerned about things than she is right now. Classic, fully fleshed out wife character. Oh, you found the hidden passage already. Yeah. Find the room that's drafty. So on returning to South Figaro, it becomes apparent that like the objective now is to escape through the rich guy's torture basement. Right. The secret torture basement. We, that's where we got to go through. Uh, yeah. But to get there, there's all these obstacles, like people who will only let you through if you're dressed in a certain disguise. Yeah, there's a disguise puzzle going on here. Only people dressed as merchants may pass through. Oh. We can go back to that merchant and be like, strip. So take your clothes <laughs> well, off. Let's go up here first and see if this guy has any shit to say to yeah, us. Yeah. You're that thief, aren't you? Hey, call me a treasure hunter or I'll rip your lungs out. <laughs> I'll rip your lungs out. That's a pretty horrifying thing yeah. to say to somebody. Oh, shit. Oh. I'm fighting the dude. What? Look the at this guy. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, we run into a merchant, and the merchant is like this big. Like he's got like robes that are so huge and amazing. It's Clearly, like he's got all you, his shit under there. When you see someone wearing like a hundred t-shirts, right? Yeah, know? it's kind of that. It's look. Like he's clearly very skinny. Right. But his Clothing is big. And we know that Locke has the ability to steal, and I, yeah, I don't get it in time. <laughs> oh, I should steal from him. You totally should steal. Oh, God, I didn't think it would be that easy. One First attack we kills kill him. him. First we kill him. Then we can't take his stuff. Then we go Now back, that he's dead, we... we can't take any of his no, things. yes, you can't do that. They're gone now. Well, we're treasure hunters. And we only treasure hunt on live bodies? I don't know. I really should have stolen from him. So we have to steal from the merchant, like, in the heat of battle. Right. We can't beat him up and then take his shit. We can only... It can only be done craftily <laughs> when he's focused on us. Exactly. <laughs> he's a merchant. He's like, sorry, sorry, didn't mean anything by it. Let's try that again. Hey, kid, do you want to be beaten up? Okay, this time steal from him. Yes. Okay. Oh, dude, this game is awesome. Is this like a story yeah, like we have man, to I'm do it this you, way? Yeah, I think so. Whoa. That's some next level game idea that we have not seen from the series yet. That's something I never... There we go. We got a plumed hat. Plumed hat. And, and he's is naked. Okay, we stole his clothing, yeah, okay, clothing yep, too. Yep. yep. These are a little tight, but the price was right. The iron Three. price. <laughs> <laughs> the iron... Yeah. I had to cut my dick off. So this guy is now called Birthday Suit, and he died in, from embarrassment? So we make it a little bit further in town and find, like, another guy who we're definitely going to steal his clothes. Yeah, we just start coveting everyone's clothing now that we know we have the power <laughs> to become them. Okay, let's steal his clothes. Yes. Yeah, because this guy has unique clothes. Yeah, they're green. The yeah. clothes are a different color. 
Yeah, but the way this works is, like, there's places you can go when you're wearing certain clothes. Right. So you kind of puzzle out, like, I'll put on this outfit, and then I'll go through here, and I'll get this one, and I'll go in here. Go fight a guard and get his outfit. And, you know, it's one of those, it's an outfit loop. Still a tannic and his clothes. And then he's going <laughs> to die of embarrassment. Here we go. He really loves putting on other people's clothes in front of them. This is really unexpected and really cool. I heard there's two secret tunnels under the rich man's house. One leads out of town, the other one leads to one of these houses. Oh, you remember how you were like, is this from a prison? They were like, someone's being held captive somewhere. <laughs> also in town, in one of the buildings, is an old man who's looking for some cider. Come to steal my cider? Oh yes, we did come to steal your cider. Absolutely came to steal your cider. But not your clothes. I love how these merchants look. Yeah, this guy is decked out and shit. He's like, everything's for sale. He's just wearing all of his stuff. <laughs> you live in a culture where, like, you know a really wealthy merchant because they are naked at the end of the day. Like, they just they have nothing left. They're like, I sold yeah. it all. The only thing is a pouch of gold, I guess. One of those has to be his own, his money. And money for, like, change. Why can't I steal from this fucker? I want that cider. I took the old man's cider. Old man's cider. Old man cider. The world's grossest drink. <laughs> old man cider. Ugh. Cool off with a refreshing bottle of old man cider. Ugh. For the, when, it, when the day is hot, so is the cider. Apple juice that like makes you kind of queasy yeah. and like a <laughs> exactly. little bit off kilter. Like, I, don't, I just don't feel good. Yeah, it's. It, I feel kind of like an old man. They're like, drink it warm. <laughs> no. Don't refrigerate I, it. No, I don't want to. It's wanna... meant to be drink just above room temperature. <laughs> oh, no. The old man's cider. Oh. Each bottle contains several droplets of an old man's sweat as he stood over the mash, like <laughs> mashing it up. Like, That's our guarantee. That's enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get back to the old man. I'm, I got lost. <laughs> we'll this thing's beeping at me. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Oh, so we did have to be a merchant to get back up the stairs to him. Huh? Secret passage? Well, there is one that leads to the rich man's house. Everybody's talking about it. Go downstairs and give my grandson the password. It's, uh, um, I forget. I would remember if like I had you. some delicious, delicious, 80 proof cider. Now this game feels huge. Like, I can feel like we are in the first like part of something 16th epic yeah of the game so we're stealthing around the town hanging out and like going into the basement and we come upon that room with the shit bucket and the chair yeah and this time it's like being used for its purpose right which is guards beating the shit out of a woman who's i guess on the shitter she's like tied to the wall yeah she's tied right there's, there's a, a shit bucket who sits right there and watches her and there's a guard who like yells at her yeah and we like see through the Door slats, I mean, like, like a fucking like uh, peephole. Yeah, like a prison slidey peephole. Right, yeah. and so we like look through that and see her, and we're like, "Whoa, that's a playable character!" And so we get that introduction. Product of genetic engineering, oh, battle-hardened Magitech knight what? with a spirit as pure as snow. Fucking yes. <laughs> that's awesome. She's her name genetically is engineered. Celeste. Celeste. Celes? Celes. Celes. Yep, she's genetically engineered. That's fucking awesome. So, the mighty Celes has fallen. Celes? How can you surf those cowards? <laughs> we just swung down from the rafters? Locke, like, infiltrates the room and goes to help this woman. Yeah, the guards piece, they One take of the off. guards leaves. One of them is, like, asleep in a chair, I think. Right, because he, like, like, he's got something on him that we take off of him before we leave. Yeah, he has, like, a key or something. Clock key. A clock, clock key. key, right. Yeah, so Locke goes to, like, save her, and she's like... Oh, but I'm too fucked up. They broke my legs. I can't walk. And then he's like, nah, you can do it. And then she does. <laughs> yeah. <he's>, <laughs> she's also constantly being like, why are you helping me? And he's like, because I'm good guy. I I like good thing. I do good. Yeah. I'm good guy. Yeah. He doesn't outright say it, but he's like, anytime I see a woman in danger, I compulsively go to help her because like I've done some horrible things in my past. Yeah. that's. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> I used to be General Celeste. Now I'm just a common traitor. Well, 
We're looking for members all the time. Our membership yep. is growing, many say. Yeah. <laughs> Curious? We thought so. I'm grateful, but even if you got me out, you'd never be able to protect me. I'll protect you. He winks. The little sprites wink. Let's go. Yeah. A finger wag and they Finger wink. wag and a wink. A wag and a wink. It's the kind of like a hope and a prayer. Important on him. He's got nothing but a wag and a wink. There's a clock key in his pocket. But wait, hang on. I'm just still on a wag and a wink because I really feel like it's a. Uh, it's like a great idiom. <laughs> Our show is mostly you made up. You say it with a British accent. It's right, a, but it, it's somebody who only has the clothes on their back. It's like, he always got is a wag and a wink. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, and it's like, you know, he's, he's, it's a hope and a prayer. I was thinking more like, well, you're bored and love, give it a good wag and a wink. You know? <laughs> okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's another euphemism for flogging the dolphin. Definitely, it's like masturbating with a bit of irony, though, you know? <laughs> like, because you're giving a little wink, either, yeah. either to like, you know, just... The ether around you, right. acknowledging the act, or whoever's <laughs> watching you, I guess. But you get a, give the wag and then the wink. Or as the a... wag, as the wag is concluding, you wink. <laughs> you gotta maybe at yourself in the mirror. You're yeah, like, ah, we got the clock key. We escaped. Let's go to Sabin's house. Good work. Sleep in the bed. In our brother's bed. Is it our brother? Or is it not brother? not this guy, it's Edgar's brother. Right. <laughs> Edgar just trying to do right by his kingdom, you know. And his brother. I know, I know. Got his dirty dishes, I guess I could do them for him. But his favorite tea? Oh, all of the beds in here do this. Nice. The Bitcoin beds? The Bitcoin beds. Locke and Celeste, they leave South Figaro, and now we're trying to figure out, like, where we're supposed we're to go. Trying to figure out. Trying to figure it out. <laughs> figure uh, out. Trying to figure out. Figure out. We're trying to figure out, figure out uh, where uh, the place to go is. Because Locke's whole directive was, like, escape Figaro. And now that we've figured out how to escape Figaro, <laughs> we're now trying to figure out <laughs> how, where they should go next. Because the only thing to figure out is that there's only one place to go, and that's back to Figaro Castle. Figaro, I don't think we go back to Figaro Castle We go Castle towards here. Figaro. No, don't we all have to meet back up in Nersh? Well, yeah, but Nersh is just past Figaro. Where does this end? We end up figuring it out. God <laughs> <laughs> uh, That was terrible. <laughs> Abbott and Costello would be proud, or more accurately, rolling over in their graves. Like, I don't feel like the, the river is the way we should go. We don't have a raft. Yeah. I wonder who's gonna be the final party of four. Hmm. I don't know. But you really don't know because you haven't beaten the game. I don't know who, no. You probably do know. No, I know something that you'll realize. Somebody's gonna die? When we get there. <laughs> Somebody's probably gonna that, die. It's, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, now you got me curious. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm ruining anything by saying that, like, at a certain point, you can choose who's in your party and who's not. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. When's the last time we saved? So we find a way to save, and we start getting a little loopy as we continue fighting fights and trying to find our way to the end of this little chunk of game. You're really, like, not having fun until about, like, five hours into a play session. Right. That's really when it starts to... That's when you start doing shit like this. Everybody make some noise. Oh, That's impressive. It's an impressive length. No. <laughs> Please. Time on that. Locke says, huh? Celeste, so something's coming out of the wall. <laughs> something's coming out of the wall. Everyone is going to be stupid. It's just so. It's a tank. Or the it's a tank? What the fuck? Something. It's a motorcycle. Tunnel armor. 
I can simply absorb the attack with my runic blade. Sweet. Are you sure you'll be okay, though? She's gonna teach us what runic is now. Okay. Yeah, Celeste has this ability where if anything is about to cast magic, she can, like, absorb it and then make it so that none of the magic hurts you. Yeah, I also want to say, like, we get attacked by, like, a, a roving motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it's a motorcycle that comes out of the wall that has, like, drill heads on it. And it's unclear if the Empire sent this or if this <laughs> thing just, like, lives here. Yeah, is this, like, a <laughs> wild animal? With metal and wheels? No one's driving it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, it's unclear what the uh, mating habits of the tunnel armor is, because mm -hmm. it's alive. I also want to point out, nothing in this world has seen magic for a thousand years, but the tunnel armor is doing it to you and you're runicking shit. Oh, maybe that means it is an empire thing, if it's like a magitech It's gotta thing. be. That's gotta be it, then. Ah, it's, shit. I figured it out. <laughs> Bummer. I really like the idea of the wild tunnel armor. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, we learn runic, and then we go back to that black space where Mog is looking at you like, choose another scenario, Koopo. Yeah, okay, so what we figure out is that we don't have to figure anything out. Right. We just gotta go through the end of the cave. <laughs> yeah. Fight the tunnel armor. There you go. Got it. Uh, which one do you want to do now? Um, I don't know about save. What dire fate has befallen Sabin, who fell from the raft after the fight with Ultros? What has happened? Who fell? He more like jumped in the water. Yeah, he was kind of a dick about it. Because he was like, like hey, you guy, come here. <laughs> put him up, put him up, put him up. Well, there's a house. Look who it is. Oh, Shadow and his... Shadow. Ooh. On a journey, I got separated from my friends. Say, can you tell me how to get to Nersh? Nersh? <laughs> Nersh? Can you tell me the way to Nersh? Sabine floats down the river and then, like, meets up with Shadow, as you're hearing. Yeah. The he, two of them decide to go a... to, to General Leo's base. No, they're trying to get to Narsh. They're trying the to get to Narsh. And the way to get there is, is conveniently through, like, the Doma Castle conflict. Right, okay. So we wind up going through Doma Castle in order to get to Narsh. Got it. Imperial soldiers <laughs> have built a base somewhere beyond the forest. Already? I'll show you the way. Just know that I may take off at any time. If I feel like it. No we, big we deal. We could offer him money. The Reaper is always just a step behind me. Is the Reaper his dog? I think his dog's name might be Reaper. That's a great fucking name for a dog. Reaper is not his dog's name. <laughs> it's Interceptor. Interceptor is his dog's name. The Reaper is a step behind me. It's just like probably a lame thing he says to like everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's them. his standard go-to line. He probably has it tattooed on his arm, which you'll never see. Because <laughs> it's a mystery. Especially if your name is Shadow. And you do whatever you want when you want. And don't care about anybody. Because you are a merchant of death. <laughs> I and look like a merchant, name, but my wares are I got death. him when he was six months old, and I named him Reaper. <laughs> he loves me. You need yeah. a good dog. <laughs> good dog, Reaper, good dog. Aged man. Hey. I do like the idea of this merchant being like, I'm a merchant of death. The only thing that I have for sale... It's death. It's the only thing. It's the only. If you look it's at all of my wares, it's not very popular, but they keep it's, buying it. It's what I've got. We're in this house, and there's like an old man whose clock is broken. He's pretty confused about shit. Yeah, he's like senile and angry. I guess I would call him. Yeah, and I wouldn't say he's important later, but he comes <laughs> back later. Are you the clockmaker? I've been waiting for ages. I don't know exactly how long because uh, my clock has clock. been broken. Yeah. But... <laughs> uh, no, I'm not the clockmaker. There it is on the wall. Ain't been ticking for one, five, shucks, maybe even ten years. Okay, so they are doing the joke that I was just making. <laughs> lawnmower lawnmower repairman, repair, eh? Live lawnmowers in this world? I guess they have steam. They have? Yeah. Well, that mountain was terribly overgrown with grass. True. Couldn't provide worse service. Grass is 25 feet high out back. It's... 
25 feet high. Well, I also, the ruler guy hasn't been by, I so I'm not idea. sure exactly how tall it is. Yeah, I love the idea, too, of, like, he keeps delivering the line. He's like, 25 feet. <laughs> it's t- tall. This is uh, David Lynch's character. <laughs> yeah, That's definitely David Lynch. Yeah. It couldn't provide worse service. Grass is 25 feet high out back. So this guy is old and senile? You're here to fix my bed. It's squeaking like all get out. It's really, I really like... There's a lot of these that you can do. Oh, no, we started over. He's back to clock. Oh, you, okay. I didn't even realize that you were continuing. Yeah, I, I kept talking to him and he had different... Oh, wow. I'm ready for you to leave. Go on, get. Tossing you out on the veldt. I'd rather take the stick in the eye than deal with that guy again. Oh, wait, that's you talking. Oh, uh, I had a thought about the bull in the china shop thing. Mm -hmm. Those of you who listened last season will remember our idea about the bull who just wants to open a china shop. I had a couple of more thoughts. Uh, which is like, you know, one of the sequels. His daughter starts dating a plate spinner. And he's like, oh! He's like, and the plate spinner's like really bad at spinning plates. And he's like, and he loves only spinning fine china. <laughs> yeah, like before they're even engaged, he's like, hey, dad, right. can I borrow some plates, bro? And right. he's like, I hate this guy. Yeah, and then he has to eventually embrace him and understand him. Yeah, his son-in-law-to-be, or whatever you call it, is an octopus. He just can't keep track of all of oh his my arms. God. Like, he can spin one or two plates, yes. but he's got to try to do all eight. How did I not think what animal is this plate spinner? I just was like, he's a he's plate spinner. He's just a guy. He's a what guy. No, 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 never mind. <laughs> Fuck the octopus. <laughs> he's a... He, he, he's just, he's a, just a dude. <laughs> who, like, has long hair and wears shorts and has sunglasses. And he, like, wants yeah. to spin plates. And he's like, why are you dating this guy? And he lives in this animal world, but he's just a guy. <laughs> Whose dream is plate spinning. Someone that you, like, lifted off the quad from a college campus. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly, who he is. Exactly. The guy's plate spinning hardware all gets, like, destroyed at the last minute. He's like, Ar-, the bull's like, all right, you can, take you can use plates. my best china, my finest china, for your big plate spinning competition. Your big finale. This is a, you know, that's a thing that there would be maybe a competition for. Mm-hmm. Plate spinners. That's like a whole world. That'd, That'd be, be like a whole untapped. That's a him. whole. You could do ninety minutes on that easy. Ba ba da ba da. A tight ninety minutes on plate spinning. Anyway, we finally find the blitz list mm-hmm. in the menu. We find the list of different blitzes that Sabine can do. You got to put input a bunch of inputs into the controller that are we're not going to be able to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything by saying we only use the one blitz ever, pretty much. Like <laughs> we do use we one do the other suplex also. Yeah, once like, in a while, but anything with a diagonal in it was a non-starter, and that was almost all of them. That was most of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Here's the list. Of what we know so far. Hello! But I mean, look at this. Down, diagonal, left. That's risky. Right there. Well, high risk, high reward. Oh. Puts yeah. the drop on I'm an enemy. Try that. X, Y, down, You're up. Gonna wanna put the drop on an enemy. Whatever the drop is, put it on an enemy. Boy. So we're going through the desert, and we find Doma Castle. Well, it's like no, we what it is. Okay, so we talk about the geography later. But what it is is there's like a bridge mm-hmm. that's sort of like a military right. base that right, they've right. set up. So it's like we're not like in the desert. We're like by a river. I think the feel you're supposed to get is that they've like stomped around on it so much mm. that it's like all military dirt. You right. Know the look. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we go into that, and there's a bunch of guards that yeah, are talking. We're gonna have to. They've like cut off Doma Castle. This right. is like their strategic thing. This is the water supply for Doma Castle, this river. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Doma Castle, when you look at it on a map, is like by a river. It I, seems like it's on like a peninsula. I know, the river seems like it's a totally different place. I don't know. This is but one anyway. of those situations where like this military base on the map, like in the cutscenes, it feels like it's right in front of Doma. Right. And then you leave, and Doma is like on another continent. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but the point is we go in and we see some guards talking and we overhear them 
Think about what this sentence here is saying, though. He goes, I hate that weirdo Kefka. I don't even think he's human. Not like General Leo. That guy? That guy? Human. human. <laughs> so human. I totally saw him doing human. The most human thing. Oh my god. He was. I fell in love. Totally not a robot. <laughs> totally. Commander, you two, we're about to storm Doma Castle. Oh, shit. I have vague flashbacks of this being interesting. Commander's attacking. Attack! Gonna run around like ants. So we cut to like inside of Doma Castle mm -hmm. and get like another player character introduction. Right. Which it, seemed to be just coming like every 20 minutes at this point. You yeah. just like dropping, dropping more. This guy's name is Cyan. He's blue. Mm -hmm. He has black hair. Or is he Cy the color of Cyan? Huh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and all you need to know about him is that he's a shitbag. He's the fucking worst. <laughs> I hate this guy. Faithful retainer to his family's liege with the courage and strength of a hundred men. Is he really that strong? Cyan. Cyan. Damn, Cyan. Damn, Cyan. Swoodtick. Swoodtick. Uh, oh, what does that mean? What's... Happening. Now, but it got to three. Okay. Do you want to explain for the audience what Swood Tech yeah, is? Yeah, so Cyan's like special move is if you select Swood Tech, it means sw you, Sword Tech. You can like wait as, a, <laughs> yeah, as like yeah, a that's... bar ticks past numbers. <laughs> and if you select it while it's under, say, one, you'll do the first Sword Tech. If you select it when it's under two, you'll do the second one. Might we didn't play with the him real thing is like out, if obviously. you've got, if you want to do Sword Tech five, you've got to wait like. A ten count, yeah, in the middle of a battle. Yeah, you just like hit sword tech, and you just like kind of wait. It's the least interesting of all of all of the special mechanics in this game. Yeah, this one has got to be the worst. And it, the reason that we hate this guy isn't even that. It's not even related. It doesn't. To that. Even, for a while, we're like, oh, he's super useful. Right. And then, like, as we get to know him as a person, <laughs> you know, that's when we really the Turn sheen comes off. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many different like elements to the battles that you can yeah. play with that are in their own right fun. Everybody works totally differently too. Like they all have a thing like this. The general's been defeated. So like the initial attack by the Empire on Doma is unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. And all of Doma, their plan is like, ah, we'll just like lock the doors. Because <laughs> they they can't get in. We still have that Sith, huh? Oh, you're Shadow now? Yeah. You look kinda like a fat ninja. Yeah, he does look fat. Well, I don't know what I expected to happen. Don't forget that you can run away from fights if this gets serious. Oh, you go in here and check this out. Look at this Just, view. Oh! Fancy, fancy super shit. fucking Nintendo. Yeah. This is not just a Nintendo. This is super. fucking super. Guys, the graphics in this podcast are unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, just just listen to how impressive the graphics of this way show that you're listening to. Way better than the graphics on last season. Yeah, we, we've really <laughs> we've really built it up. We're gonna get to seven and be like, the graphics this season suck <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's look at General Leo. Shit. Oh, he's got like some guile hair, huh? Yeah. But he's got the green armor. Yeah. The citizens of Doma seem to be playing a waiting game. So that's their strategy! Oh yeah, he's like a uh, drill sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. Patience! If we attack now, we'll have to sacrifice too many lives! <laughs> but General, I'm ready to lay my life down at any time for the Empire. You're a You're... friend, right? And your family lives there? Fall in battle, and I'll have to deliver the bad news! What shall I say to them? <laughs> you have a life to go back to someday. Don't throw it all away for nothing. Emperor Gestalt wouldn't want that. How did this guy become general? I don't know. His whole attitude with with army, with war. <laughs> His whole attitude with war is like, the individual is much more important than the group. Yeah, he's totally got this like... Don't like, sacrifice yourself for a greater good. The only greatest good is you and yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah. His entire attitude is like, why would you even join the army? You have so much world to see. Like, what? Like, I don't understand. And he's like a lifer. Yeah. He's been in the army for his entire life and he's risen to this position. I guess maybe he got all the way to the top and like, you know, 
the rose colored glasses came <laughs> off and now they can't fire him and he's just like he's like war he's is like, wrong don't, don't throw your life away for like some other man's cause <laughs> right my own yeah that's, that's yes, the opposite of a drill sergeant well, this guy's awesome but i like the idea of him screaming everything <laughs> yeah the emperor summons me i'll leave doma in your hands yes sir okay just don't jump the gun Please! He's <laughs> totally like, use caution and restraint. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I have faith in my team because I know you have been taught well. <laughs> yeah, it's just the opposite of I will rip your head off yeah, and exactly. shit down your neck. <laughs> yeah. You have a wonderful yeah. personality and I think that it adds a lot to the team. You have a lot to look forward to in your personal life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's General Leo. He could be my friend if he weren't my enemy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. He does seem like a really nice guy. Oh, we won't try to walk out, but oh, there's Kev. Is he the enemy of the... Hang on. Is he the enemy of the shadow guy? I thought the shadow guy had no enemies, but nobody. I think that nobody. was um, supposed to be uh, Saban talking. But we're... Oh. He's with us. Right. We're I've, in the same... We're inside of each other. We are one. Yeah. Kefka says, what was, my, what, what was I doing for Kefka? Just kind of like a gruff voice, lightly gruff? I can't remember. Yeah, maybe we should take it in a mischievous direction. Now that Leo's gone, <laughs> yes. I'll turn this water into a flowing river of poison. I just want to come here and assure the audience that that isn't the voice that we land on for Kefka. We're going to get to something much better. I promise. This yeah, is not the garbage that we do. Yeah. More, not more appropriate, probably, but better. But better. <laughs> I don't want any trouble here. Well, I was just about to poison the lake. You loser. I'll take care of this situation in no time. He's a loser. Don't be oh. pompous, and don't forget that they are people just like you and me. <laughs> Or should it be, we need not spare those lands yeah, that gave yeah. rise to the returners. <laughs> this isn't where we land either. We have this oh, for yeah, over we... <laughs> a minute here, but I, it, better is coming. It takes us, took us a long time to get a voice for Kefka at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. We were going in and out of doing it. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the special features DVD of, <laughs> of book three of No One Can Know About but This. It's all the special features DVD. It's the full experience Well, this that is the behind had. the scenes that's a good part. But I mean, like, we'll have to add in an interview about that stuff okay. in the special features. All right, uh, okay. On the book. On the book. For the DVD <laughs> that comes with the book. You just go and be a good little boy. <laughs> it's the poison. Is the poison ready? <laughs> Donald Trump is probably always just, like, picking the phone. Yeah. He's like, is the, is the, is poison, the poison ready? ready? No. <laughs> okay. Is it ready now? Is it ready now? General um, Leo said uh, we should like be nice to them and respect their families and their lives. He's no longer here. I'm in charge. Pour it. Uh, some of our people are prisoners inside the castle, and if we poison the river, well, gee, I was. Where are they releasing the ache mist? They're releasing. I think they're about to release the ache mist. Some serious ache mist. Yeah, it might be even worse than the ache mist. Yeah. Ache mist. The Aches you to your death. Yeah. Kefka's gonna like poison the river, which yeah. I guess will kill everybody inside of Doma. Since we've been like sitting there eavesdropping for like half an hour, <laughs> <laughs> we decide that now is a good time to intervene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we try to stop him, which results in this like weird. I think we're like chasing him towards yeah. the river, but it's like it's like a series of battles. Right. We like get into a little battle with Kefka, and which he like, then Kefka runs away wait, from. And yeah. He runs and it makes it feel like we're going like Kefka wait just right. talk to us but we're like it's really and then you so you go through a few battles of his ah. did you just throw the sword at him yes youch youch Kefka wait wait he says do I look like a waiter good one Kefka whoa and he just runs away like a I threw that sword at him for that damn it I'm running away, you can't catch me. I'm running away. These are the rules. Ha ha ha, what a toad. Is he gonna toad us? Is he gonna make us into a toad? I really hope not, I hate when that happens. Do you want a sick blitz move? Yep. Yep. Oh, he's gonna run again. 
Because he's Kefka a little waiting. puss. Wait, he says, do I look like a waiter? What are we doing? You look something wrong? I don't think so. What the fuck? Poisons the river. Oh, I was wondering what why the river looked so weird. <laughs> so Kefka poisons the river, and everybody who's standing on or near the castle just starts falling over and puking their guts out, and just yeah, they all just die. They, every like people are falling off of the ramparts, mm-hmm. except for Cyan, who is the is only the person in the entire survivor. castle who didn't drink the water in that moment. Yeah, I guess they all must have just had their water. They took a break to drink water. It was the big water like, break that Doma Castle takes every afternoon. Yeah. Anyway, but the poison Cyan is super effective. Sir Cyan, the Empire's base is bustling with activity. Something, Something must be up. Water looks odd. Don't drink the water. Just don't, everybody don't drink it. Wait, are they all drinking it right now? Does it poison I think the they air? They have drank. Is this the ache mist? And they would cut ahead a little bit, and they all have drank. They've all drank it. Wow, this oh is my cool. God, this, this is, is crazy. effective poison, Sir Cyan. Yeah, it's very effective. This is poison. You have defended the realm since my father's days. Hack, cough. Thank you. So the king is dying. Right. It's a little hard with that video. I know. (laughs) But the king is dying, and Cyan is like, oh no, the king, the most important thing in my life. Without him, what am I? Oh, my family. And then he runs to his family, (laughs) who also is dying. It's over. Our kingdom is through. So everybody in Doma is poisoned, and Cyan is running to his family, who is also poisoned, and we decide this is a perfect time to stop and make a frozen pizza. Mm-hmm. One of the problems that I always have with uh, making frozen pizza is that I want to eat it because I'm hungry when I'm making it. Mm-hmm. And it's too hot when it comes out of the oven because it's like 400 degrees in there. That tug of war doesn't always play out great for me. Yeah, and there's nothing that'll burn you quite like Hot cheese and pizza sauce. Yeah. What about like hot ketchup and American cheese? No, no. Amer- I guess my my pizza would never have this problem because American cheese can't get that hot. It just it just becomes liquid, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they. Yeah, can make, it can get that hot to they, burn your mouth. Well, what are you talking about? Because otherwise, the che- the American cheese would like run off. You know, it wouldn't be contained. <laughs> the idea of picking up a slice of and pizza and all of the cheese just—that's what I'm saying. Like you a liquid. Yeah. yeah. No, you it's not like, like it's not melting. Boiling American cheese yeah. just pours <laughs> off of it. And you'd be like, the pizza was definitely not ready yet. Yeah, but maybe. You could make like a a, ro- a pe- if you wanted to burn your mouth with it. Uh-huh. I'm saying you right. could make a pizza uh-huh. roll type food uh-huh. that's oh, like a God. little pocket that's full of molten ketchup and American cheese and like a p- chunk of a hot dog. Stop this! <laughs> Just bursts in your mouth. You know, oh. like it melts all the flesh off the top of your mouth, and at the same time, you're like ketchup and hot dog. You're a monster. <laughs> you're a goddamn monster. It's really good. It's good at burning you. So we sit down to some DiGiorno's pizza. Yeah. What is the story so far? Who are we? Are we? We're all. Tara? We're all. Mm-hmm. And what's? And we're all a part of the Returners. The Returners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the beginning of the game opens with the Empire sending like this slave mage and a couple of like mech warriors to go, like, tear apart this town that they heard just discovered in Esper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they find the Esper, but it, like, reacts with the mage in this way that, like, erases the two mech warriors, like, from history or something. And then <laughs> there's an explosion. Someone who, like, works for the Returners finds Terra passed out and takes off her crown. Look, the Returners is like a Seinfeld thing where it's like, He's a Returner! <laughs> he returns everything he buys! Yeah, <laughs> Jerry's like returning something and Jerry's like, You're a Jerry, you're a Returner! And he's like, Sometimes I'm a Returner! Sometimes I return things! <laughs> hey, go, you go to a restaurant with him. He orders a steak. The steak comes, he returns it! <laughs> Kramer and Newman would like find common ground over being proud Returners. <laughs> and be like, oh yeah, I'll return anything. <laughs> he really is the return. But Jerry, if the store didn't want you to return things, then why would they have a return policy? <laughs> 
I'm, this bit has to die. <laughs> I bought him a gift. <laughs> this pizza is so good. They were dirty. Yeah, this is really good in the spot. Just the right amount of oven time. One of the keys I found with frozen food, and this was like a real, <laughs> I was about to say, this is a real like moment where I knew that I had grown up, but I'm realizing it's like, when I learned how to really cook frozen food, that's when I felt like an adult. I feel like I know what you're about to say, but I want you to say it because I... <laughs> you go on the high end of time expectations that they're giving you. Oh, I was gonna say, when I started actually preheating. Oh, you never pre- oh my god, I no, I would not do you that. Fine. You're like, I know what you're about to say, but what you think I'm gonna say is absolutely horrifying to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I was like, you and I, we're the same. Right. We're the same here, and you're like, no, like, no, no, we're not. Preheating, you're a monster. Actually, the truth is, I used to, I'm sure I used to not preheat. I mean, All I, the fucking time. But I'm talking about the realizations you have about frozen food <laughs> in your late 20s, not your early 20s. You were, you were too early. I probably didn't start preheating until I was like 25, 20. <laughs> I remember I had a girlfriend who I would always just like throw the pizza in and turn the oven on and she'd be like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be totally fine. <laughs> no, no, that's a really bad idea. Preheating, that's even worse. Yeah, another minute's not gonna hurt it. But usually you're like high and you're staring at it. And it's like, a, you know, you know that old phrase, a watched pizza never bakes? Yeah, and then sometimes when you take it out you can tell it's still cold in the middle. You convince yourself that actually right now you want it cold in the middle. <laughs> you think of it <laughs> You're like, but I, I actually, no, I like it like this. I'm not going to wait another five minutes. Yeah, right now this is cold pizza is good. Okay, so you have more thoughts about hot to cold well, transition I'm just saying, food? Like chefs do all kinds of stupid shit now, where they're like, "This was cooked like using I don't know chemistry or whatever." Right, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. you're like, "Oh, it's like Jello, but not even as good." Thank you. <laughs> but, it's but, Jello, but it tastes like pasta. Yeah, but like the. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it like, you know, they don't play with temperature variants within a dish. Well, I gotta think that there are dishes out there where it's like you take a bite of this and it's hot and then you're supposed to follow it up with this other bite that's also on the dish that's like cools it and the I, experience in your mouth. I know, I know. You know, and like I some can, bullshit like I that. I think of like desserts, like you would get like a hot piece of pie or a, a brownie mode. and you put yeah. ice cream. That's great transition. Yeah, but I'm thinking like... Let's take it like to the next dimension okay. where it's like you cook the spaghetti noodles, uh -huh. right? And uh -huh. you put those when they're cooked in the freezer for like three hours. So you make like a nest of like ice noodles. Ice, okay. And then inside of that, you put like extremely hot meatballs. <laughs> and then the sauce is on the side and you Wait. dip the bites of it in, in there. So you got like hot meatballs and frozen pasta noodles with like lukewarm spaghetti sauce that you dip it in so as you chew it's it lukewarm. as you chew it it like the you know you got you're like ah it's hot but it's also really cold and then by the time you're done chewing you're like it tastes like spaghetti now but by the time you're <laughs> and you get like a whole new experience of spaghetti right deconstructing, deconstructing the temperature yeah by like but wait like wouldn't the dish by the time you're done eating it basically be a mess of like cold ish meatballs with warm-ish noodles. Okay, hold on. I mean, maybe you got to serve it as like a cup size. Like it's got to be really small, and the chef has to instruct you like eat it like, within eat thirty it really, seconds. Like eat it with your mouth open, drinking water. Like you gotta get it in as fast as possible. Yeah. Okay. I think that you're onto something. Or maybe like the cup in the middle, it could have this. The hot meatball sits on like a spike above the noodles. <laughs> There's a way to do it that's stupid. Your restaurant idea. But is, as long as what if it's really cumbersome and shitty and a horrifying experience that nobody wants? I mean, and this. But I'm you present it in a way. Hey, I'm just you present it in a way. You present it in a way. Somebody will think it's cool. Exactly. I'm just also saying, like, I'm not a science chef, so like, <laughs> no. you know, maybe somebody else. Could take this idea, yeah, and and actually, you know, maybe it's like the pasta makes a whole globe around the meatball. So and like the inside, you got to roll it around, and then the pasta like melts around the meatball. That could work. That could work. Uh, any science chefs out there that listen to the show, please get in touch with us. 
because I'm curious. <laughs> like, does this even literally make sense? I don't know. You probably take the pasta noodles and you put them in like a, a dry ice bath or whatever. You like <laughs> okay. liquid nitrogen them or something right. and get them. Then you flash freeze them. So that way, when you set it up at the table, you've got like that smoke, that smoke coming, coming in, off yeah. of your pasta. Yeah, it's all about that presentation. Mm-hmm. It's all about the presentation. Like the food, I'm sure would taste fucking terrible. <laughs> There's no, no way that would be good. Frozen Our whole point here is how terrible that transition from cold to hot pizza is. But I've eaten plenty of meals that I thought were like not good. That were like. Check it out. Like you've never yeah. had food like this before, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that it would be a hit. Because then it'll be warm by the time I get to the crust. Yeah. And that transition <laughs> won't be gross. You're going to want the warm, the cold and warm transition. Mm-hmm. you got to think of a new one of these every month. Or right, whatever, yeah. This, is your... this month, it's cold General Chow's chicken. We've put yeah. it in the freezer, <laughs> and we've got some hot fried rice. What, yeah, what if you just do different fast foods at right. different temperatures? Yeah. The burger bun is frozen. The yeah. bun is frozen, but the meat is oh, hot. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like a Big Mac that's different <laughs> yeah, temperatures exactly. inside. Within like, it? Oh. oh, no. I mean, the lettuce isn't like hot. It's it not is this frozen. Time. <laughs> <laughs> the lettuce is really hot. <laughs> The lettuce and sauce is really, really hot, and, uh, and the, burger the burger meat has is is very refrigerated. It's refrigerated. It's not frozen, <laughs> but it's cold. But it's very cold. <laughs> you can't do that to burger meat. Oh yeah, no. I mean, you can't do this to a, a McDonald's right. burger. I told you that story about when an ex-girlfriend came home with Big Mac, and I was like asleep, and she like put it in the fridge, and then woke mm-hmm, me up and was mm-hmm. like. I have a Big Mac for you in the fridge, and I, I was like, recoiled when every time you tell me that, I gag a little bit. <laughs> I, I was, I was like, sweet, that's so nice of you, but I wanted to throw up at the thought of it. I was like, you don't know what you've done. You want to just eat a cold Big Mac? No, no, that is not my new I've, restaurant. It's McDonald's, but no. it's all cold. <laughs> We gotta move on. We're still in the middle of dinner over here in the show. Yeah, I know, but who... Yeah, we gotta have a lot of game to get through, I guess. But this feels more important. This does feel important. (laughs) Anyway, so he hooked us up with Locke, Mm -hmm. and he was like, you gotta get her out of here. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, where are we gonna go? And they were like, check it out, go to Figaro Castle. And we got there, and it seemed weird that they were like, go here, because everyone was like, oh yeah, we're down with the Empire, but it turns out that was all bullshit. Right. And then Kefka showed up looking for Tara. And then in response to him showing up, we were like, hide the castle. So we hopped on our chocobos and gave him a big middle finger and sunk the castle and took off and left him in the desert with right. sand on his boots. Right. Are there people in the castle right now? Are they yeah, they're just there? hanging out just underground. Just chilling underground? Yeah. yeah. How long can they live like that? Is well, like- that's why they have, I mean, the, like the... Tops of the things, I think, are like vents. Like they oh, they're like up. snorkels? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. That's okay. what I think. Okay. I don't know. Well, let's pretend that they're snorkels sticking out of the sand. How do they get food down there? I don't think they can stay like that forever. And so anyway, we made our way through town on our way to the Returner's hideout. <laughs> oh, but first... No, we made our way through town where we kept hearing about... Karate Master Duncan. Right, right. Met up with Edgar's brother Sabine. Mm-hmm. In the mountain. Dealt with his whole, like, Duncan being dead thing. Made it to return his hideout where Bannon was, like, checking out. They're making magic weapons somehow. Terra's magic. Esper's are magic. Let's get the two, two together. Let's <laughs> yeah, figure let's... this out. We gotta know how they're making the magic weapons. We have this vision power, and we have this Manhattan Project. Let's, like, get the two together. They're like, we gotta figure it out. But then they were like, oh shit, we gotta escape out the back on a raft. And then, because the Empire was knocking at the door. So we got on the raft, and we're sailing down the river. Sabine got knocked off and went somewhere. Yep. We continued on protecting Bannon. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty coherent, right? Yeah, yeah. I I follow it. So we finish recapping the game while we ate, and we sit back down, ready to finish this little chunk of the game. What am I looking for? Wait a minute. 
How long has this not been recording? So what you're hearing right now is that I look at the computer, which is our new capture system because of all the video, and I truly believe for a lot of reasons that all of the audio for the previous four hours of gameplay, at least, maybe more, is gone. Poopy, poopy buttholes. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. Hang on, I, I don't understand. The main reason is that we don't know how to use this program. We don't know how to use this program <laughs> is the number one reason. But there was actually but other reasons where it was like video it, also. Right. It's so not like doing something to explain to the people who are were trying to watch the video this season. The last two episodes are actually gone of video. But what's really important is that I believe, and I believe for the next few weeks, that all of the audio that you've just heard from the last two episodes is gone. I want to chime in and say I also believe this. Well, you believed it for good reasons, because one of the things that I didn't even know was that it was still recording on the microphone right now, mm -hmm. so that piece of audio wasn't showing up as a file yeah, in the we, folder. We really thought that like everything you've listened to so far, all of these episodes, we were like, ah, shit, we They're, have to do them again. We have to do them again. <laughs> <laughs> Was it since that last time we stopped? I never pressed stop on it. I we thought were there eating. was a point where you were like, we should split it now. I did that, and then there's like a part two that recorded like a very small amount of. What I see is a 32 second video clip that just stops 32 seconds after I started. Uh -huh. So I don't know what caused that to happen, but I believe that is the entire recording right now. And the level of defeat that is genuine in my voice here, I really don't remember the last time I was so singularly devastated. It, it, it had been a long time. I like was really... I was like, ah, this sucks. Yeah, well. you you and I had very different reactions to this. What you're hearing right now is the sound of the bottom of somebody's stomach disappearing and everything just like my heart sinking through to the bottom of the floor. That would be really, really, really bad. I was really like, eh, I mean, figures. <laughs> I've played this part of this game like a billion times yeah. and never gotten very far. But my whole thing is like, forget the game. Those jokes. Those brilliant jokes. Oh, yeah, the which, genius the we've genius lost. The genius we've <laughs> lost. And I'm like, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Why did it stop there? Ooh, that is, um... God, I'm... I, <laughs> gonna cry yeah no I'm like gonna cry <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about I, I think the only thing that really makes sense to do would be to start back from the beginning and that that's episode four holy fucking shit I mean, we're going to leave it there with Jeff rocking back and forth, nearly crying, going, what the fuck are we going to do? I kept repeating over and over again, <laughs> no, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> and then like a long time would go by and then you just hear this, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> just, I couldn't under, I was like, oh my God. I was, honestly, I was like, I mean, this was bound to happen. It's, uh, I was like, of course it happened. This was gonna I happen. I know, but, okay, so what we decided we had to do, because we had lost, we had lost the last two episodes. We had lost so much of the game that had to be replayed, mm -hmm. and we had no save file that was anywhere near the opening that we actually did have mm -hmm. recorded. So, next episode, strap in, because we're starting over. Yeah, we... 
<laughs> we do something that is all too familiar to me, which is we begin Final Fantasy VI again. I mean, <laughs> I think it's true to, I think most fans of the series will be like, oh, I've played the opening of most of those games Yeah, a that's how, exactly times. how I am, is I'm like, I've played a while. So get then... ready for that. We're doing the full Final Fantasy experience. I'll also promise you that we're going to get back to this point within an episode, you know? We're not mm -hmm. going to spend a bunch of time going through our replay through the re-performances, trying to recapture all the things that we thought we had lost. Because it turned out that we didn't, which you'll hear that moment later on. Yeah, I mean, as you've heard, we didn't lose any of that. Right. So um. you know that eventually we learn this. But the next chunk of this season is going to be us going like, what the fuck? Why the <laughs> fuck did that happen? Or at least me and you going like, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. I even was thinking, I was like, I bet we'll be funnier the next time. Yeah. I was like, I was totally like, oh, sweet. Which going we back over rehearsal, it, we weren't. No, we, were, we weren't we were even not, trying. We weren't even trying. But I, I was, I mean, at this moment, I was even like, we could just say we lost the data and continue the game. Yeah, but I wasn't going to do that. I know. That wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so that's where we're leaving it. Oh, uh, before we go, let's do the billboard segment. Oh, yeah. Here we actually, uh, I, I talked to our rep, and he assured me that this time we actually do have a, a fantastic location. Yeah, which I believe is in Doma Castle. Mm-hmm. Regal. i am also been assured that this is like a real message from somebody. Oh, yeah. This, this time we actually, somebody actually put up put up some copy on the I've been, billboard. I've been told that we're not going to just see our own get in touch with nocappodcast at gmail.com. I'm pretty excited. I mean, it's a long journey to, to walk all the way there, but yep. uh, it'll be worth it this time. So let's go. God, it really is a beautiful castle. Yeah, I mean, looking at it on the Super Nintendo doesn't do it justice. No, and like, I guess I see the river, the drinking river over there. It's not that far. It's yeah, far. Yeah, and you can see how, you can see they've kind of routed it through the castle. That, you know, yeah. there's actually some pretty clever uh, architectural engineering. engineering yeah, 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 really good. Well, let's go inside. That's a big door. Yeah. Whoa, it oh. stinks in here. Oh, holy oh. shit. That's, oh my god. Uh, okay, so. <coughs> uh, oh my god, there's so oh, many there's, dead bodies oh, just rotting is, all over this place. This is horrific. This is. They all drank the poison at once, and now it's been a week. Uh, I thought, I mean, well, I mean, there's the billboard. Oh, holy it's, shit. It's hanging it, right above It the, is in a beautiful, beautiful spot, but it, fuck me. It looks like even the, you know, the castle, like, even decorated it to make it look nice and fit in with the scenery. This is definitely the actually best... <laughs> the best looking billboard that we've seen at all. For sure. Okay. I, okay. My eyes are watering. Says. Let's just fucking do this and get the fuck out of here. So, the message reads, Do you constantly run from battle, leaving you with that not-so-leveled feeling? Did you forget to save before fighting that boss? Did you miss an important chest in that last dungeon? Oops. But don't worry. The folks at Overworld Outfitters and Provisions Shop have you covered. Oops. That's O-O-P-S, is a family-run business with convenient locations throughout the world of balance and the world of ruin. Whether you're an ultima-fluent black mage or a back-row coward, oops has the equipment you need to survive. Remember, don't say oops, just shop there. This week's special is a canine-resistant armor for your video game console. Never lose progress again. 50% off with the offer code JERKDOG from Jared in Alaska. That's a that's a great thing to put on a billboard. That's so awesome. I thank you, Jared. <laughs> Man, I mean, and I'm sure everyone will appreciate the gilded lettering that they did for this. Uh, you know, somebody's gonna they, move back in here someday, right? You no, know, no one just leaves a castle abandoned, right? With uh, just dead bodies. Well, look, I mean, the the billboard will remain, and uh, it'll be there forever, I guess, or at least until somebody <laughs> comes and cleans this shit up. Let's get the hell out of here, man. I gotta, I gotta go. I, I gotta scrub this out of my brain. So, yeah, if you're interested in putting a message on one of these 
beautiful billboards in all of these beautiful locations, you can contact us at nocappodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. It's $50 for a message, and it can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Jared in Alaska. Yeah, thank you, Jared. So with that, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us at noonecanknowaboutthis.com. You can find us at nocatpodcast on Twitter. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. And if you want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash nocat. Yeah, and on Patreon, I said this last recording too. Watch the video video version. version. The video version of these two episodes may not be the experience you were hoping for. Most of all, you've got. you can in your mind imagine us like on stage, like playing a Final Fantasy game, and we get to a certain point, and you go like, "Do it again, do it again," and you <laughs> yeah. throw money at us, and we like take our clothes off and go like, "Okay, we're going again," and you can and just imagine throwing button. money at us as we like degrade ourselves and start Final Fantasy VI all the way over from the beginning. So if you want to get that image in your head and throw some digital dollars. Yeah. onto the stage of Jeff's living room. <laughs> <laughs> go to patreon.com. Or you can just go to iTunes and review us. You can just catcall us from the back if you yeah. want, which There's, we like Those too. are free. <laughs> those free are free seats. <laughs> While Jeff sits there and goes, how is this happening? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. How do we get here? What do we do next? Welcome to Final Fantasy, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let them see you cry. Well, before we go, here's a little taste of next week. No one can know about this. Oh, my God. It's okay. We'll figure something out. There was so much stuff that I don't want to have lost. Yeah. I don't understand. And I keep thinking, like, there's got to be a technological way to go back in time. 